0: back
1: music. music You bring out feelings in me
0: I never show Nobody has made me feel this way before I'm a good girl, but I want to be bad for you
1: Bad girls ain't no good. Good girls ain't no fun. Welcome to Penthouse Talk. This is episode three, season three. And this episode is called For Motivational Purposes Only. It's featuring Jordan Bratcher, my guest right here. And we're going to discuss her book. And we're going to walk you through all of the good, the bad, the ugly of being an entrepreneur, writing, being a creative, and all that good stuff. So I'm your host, Jay Piro. And, you know, we welcome our guests. I hope y'all enjoy. Welcome. Thank you. All right. So I know it was a task getting on the show, but I want you to open up and show people that you really have a talent and it has to be looked at. Like, um, you don't. when you got a talent, you don't have to necessarily be in the spotlight because it's a lot of people that's writers that don't get credit for what they write. So you just asked me before we did the show what made me want to bring you on the show so I basically was trying to lead up to it but it's basically to say that um, I may have not known your talent and writers are like writers like we like different kind of writers Mm -hmm. so like if you're a creative person what we do is we tend to hoard stuff so we tend to hoard ideas we tend to hoard and collect stuff too so I don't mean like just hoarding your ideas and talent like um, even when me and Quintel used to work together in the beginning and we used to um, come up with ideas for like um, songs or the artwork or he had clothing ideas, he had all of these designs that he would have. And I'm like, yo, you hoarding these ideas. Mm-hmm. He'd be like, but but I can bust them out like whenever. And I'm like, yeah, hey, you can. But just think about how many you could have got off. And then when he was like thinking about it, he was like, you know what? Like, all right, like, I <laughs> I think I got it. And then over time, he just like one day he got a sweat uh, a sweatshirt, then he come with a t-shirt, then he got a jacket, then he got a hoodie, and then look now he got a whole store, right? He got um you know the store he has the um the nutrition facts and all of that kind of stuff like that. So it's like we just keep building and building. So that's why I brought you on the show today because I would like to see you keep building and building. So could you tell us what the title or the name of your book is? The title of the book is Let Her Go. Let Her Go, okay. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't want to mess the title up because I actually had the book since the beginning. I think I got it the first, no, I got it the second day mm-hmm. it was out. And I asked Tara what the name of the book, um, not the name of the book, but where could I get it? So I always took um, heed to it because um, I know someone who wrote a book. And I actually helped them make the audio version of the book. So okay. I recorded the clips of them and then... Back then when they did it, we went through CD Baby to get the audio part done. And basically CD Baby is who put my first album out and got it distributed to this, the um, streaming outlets. Okay. So basically it's the same process you went through because somebody edits it. Mm-hmm. And Kindle wasn't around back then. Well, Kindle was around. Kindle was around. Um, Amazon was around. But they didn't have like the ton of books that they have now, mm-hmm. and the format was not like it is now. So I mean, you can use it on Audible because I think I saw that I could read your book on Audible. I can't remember if it was available for Audible. But no, not it, not yet. I haven't. Yet. No, okay. I haven't. I haven't gone that far with it yet. Yeah. So I was. I, so I was hoping. I like to see it in different formats because all of us that's got iPhones, mm-hmm. it makes it so much easier to read a book. Um, I will say um, with with that. I, I got a book right now. It's called No Fucks Given. It's in my iBooks. Mm-hmm. And I've been reading it. Like I read like two or three pages a day. I've been reading it for like two years. But I just read it here and there. I don't read through the whole book. So with your book, I actually started reading it on, I think, Thursday or Friday. Whatever day I asked you to come mm-hmm. on a podcast. And when I looked at other people that do podcasts, I looked at um Charlemagne on The Breakfast Club. And he is a writer of right. books. And, um, most of the time he's going to read the book or get somewhat into it. So I felt for me, I wanted to read the entire book, but I haven't read a book in so long. Mm -hmm. The fact that I picked up the book and I started, read the first two chapters and then I was like, I was busy doing stuff. And then as soon as I got the opportunity to get back to it, I got, I went from chapter two to chapter six in no time.
2: And it's a different genre. Like if you switch in from what you used to read and it might take a little while to get into it. Yeah.
1: And like I said, I've not really read a fictional book Mm -hmm. in such a long time, and I know guys be, like, mad macho about everything, like, y'all, I'm not reading no book about what no females think, but, and, or how they feel, and all of that. The book itself is not really like that. I'm actually intrigued by the different characters (laughs) and what they, um, what they bring, you know what I mean? Because it's the guys in the book, and if it's the names, so I did struggle with trying to keep up. Not me, not from your writing style. Just it's so many details. Mm-hmm. And me being a rapper, I care about detail. But it's different getting in at three minutes. But when you're reading a book, it'll tell you like when you get towards the end of the chapter, they say you got four minutes till you're about to get to the mm-hmm. end of the chapter. So I would have to slow down trying to catch up with. Who the book it's still early
2: or. in the book Like, yeah. the book is long mm-hmm. so you, you it's
1: you continue reading it you you're gonna get into who's who who's who yeah so okay so that brings that brings me to the first question that i had right so um i'm i'm in like i think i'm at like 16 or 17 percent of the book so I'm not even a quarter away but I mean I just started like two days ago right? so I'll probably be done like it's not going to take me long now that I'm into it and I'm trying to find out where we are and so for people who haven't started reading the book I don't want to ruin it right? but I am going to say certain characters names the ones that I remember and get into like somewhat of a discussion and we'll bring another guest on um, throughout the podcast so we can kind of like dive into it and get a little depth more than the characters, okay. So, um, my first question is I've known you since 1995, so I mean, I know you 20 plus years. Mm-hmm. What got you, um, influenced into writing books? Like, what influenced you to write a book? And I'm sure because you not, you may not have said it to your friends or close people that are like associates, but your close friends, this may not be your first book. You might have tried a Dabbled in it before. So.
2: This is actually my first attempt at completing a book. Completing okay. it. I've, I've always written things. And I'm, you know, introverted as I am. I kind of keep those type of things to myself. Mm-hmm. And um, this book kind of came about just because when my mother was sick, I was just in my head. Like more. Just in my head. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. And that's kind of where the, 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 the idea of the book came. So, me not really wanting to talk about what was going on, me not even really wanting to think about what was going on, it was almost like this book kind of, was like a, a mental distraction so, from that situation. So, you
1: felt like when you were writing it as if she got sicker, like not sicker, but if the, the more you, you saw that. You got into the book. You felt like it was taken away from being able to be a I
2: did not that it was taken away. I didn't have to think about it because if I wasn't, it's hard to explain. Like because I was just so I had retreated like mm-hmm. internally so much. Like I didn't really want to talk about what was going on with my mother. Gotcha. And as I'm in just inside of my own self, these characters just start coming. These conversations just start kind of you know. Forming in my mind okay. As like a mental distraction So I wasn't distracted from what was going on With her mm-hmm. but it was either like I'm thinking about her constantly Worrying anxious Or I'm you know Thinking about these characters that kind of Just start popping up In in the, in the midst of that
1: Situation So would you say like um growing up You always was able to Have somewhat of an imagination yes. Outside of what's physically going yes. around you. So it's like an escape, right? Yes. All right, so I I can, I can um, identify with that, right? Mm-hmm. I can identify with that because growing up, I didn't grow up with, I grew up with my two sisters. Well, I didn't really grow up with them. They moved out mm-hmm. by the time I was like five or six. So I had to imagine I had brothers or sisters, right, in my house. So going outside all my friends was dudes like all my mm-hmm. hom- like my homeboys are mm-hmm. my brothers so it's like i never really had a brother but i always imagined what having a brother is like mm-hmm. so i just had this feeling in my mind that whatever i did i always imagined what the outcome could be and it was my escape from everything mm-hmm. so i understand like i understand Me, I mean i understand it from What physically how you dealt with it, mm-hmm. And how you had to deal with it, right? And you still probably dealing with it. Um, but I was that was crazy. You actually answered one of my questions were you extroverted or introverted?
2: Oh, I'm an extreme introvert, it's actually ridiculous. But you know that there are introverts who are extroverted. I feel like I present as extroverted mm-hmm. to people who know me right. because I'm comfortable with those people, but that's it. But you know, like an introvert more so gets. They, they get their energy from being alone. So, like where an extrovert might get charged up from being around people, mm-hmm. an introvert got to already be charged up from that alone time before they can deal. Before they can deal. Right. With so, yeah,
1: I'm definitely so. an introvert. It might be a little bit of a, a combination, but for the most part, I'm introverted. Yeah, I don't know if they actually have a real, I, I remember I did like the, um I think the um, Myers-Briggs, Myers-Briggs or something test. Like mm-hmm. And when I did the Myers-Briggs test, sometimes I tested extroverted but things, other things, I tested introverted. Mm-hmm. And I know I'm an introvert because when I meet new people, if I come into a room, I don't want nobody to talk to me. Right. Don't say hi to me. Even when I'm, and in when the, I'm not there. Yeah, and I, and if I'm in a supermarket and I, and I got to walk past a person, it bothers me. Like, it really bothers me, like, real bad. But it's not that I don't want to talk to them. I feel that if me and that person kind of relate to something, mm-hmm. then I know I'm going to easily talk to them. And then at that point, that's when you be saying like the meme, like you ain't going to never stop talking to the person because right. you feel cool to be able to have a conversation with him. So I learned a lot about you trying to get you to come on and do the <laughs> podcast. And I learned more about myself the more that the more that I record podcasts. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I be having anxiety sometimes before I do the podcast. And I'm like, yo, why do I feel like that? It's because it's new it. I couldn't tell. Yeah, it's new. You over here encouraging me to get myself together. See, but it's... it's. But I'm all... I was... I had... You You know, you have to psych yourself up to do stuff sometimes. Mm-hmm. Because what'll happen is... That's why... That was another reason why I wanted you to do the podcast with me. Because it's almost like... I don't know. Um, I don't know if I ever used this before doing a podcast. But I did... Like Jay-Z, I think I was watching the... Um, I think it was the. It's not the Black Album. It's the Black Album. Whatever that movie was, he did before the Black Album came out, or right after it came out. It was like basically him saying he was retiring from rap, mm-hmm, but he really mm-hmm. wasn't retiring. No, from it rap.
2: wasn't even that long, and he came back.
1: It was just him saying goodbye to Rockefeller, and that he was thinking okay. bigger business, and he had to do it in a in a graceful way. Mm-hmm. He basically said, "When all the stars align." Things start to come together, mm-hmm. but we don't see it that way. So, what we think is we pick and choose when the stars going to align. Right. And that's why I was telling you, like, hey, I ain't forcing you to come on the podcast, but I learned that since I've been doing the podcast, the stars kind of started aligning, not because I do the podcast, but it's because it's in the realm of what I do. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, It ain't just about the rapping. It ain't about the making the beats. It's not about DJing. Because what people try to do is... See, now you wrote your book. What they're going to try to do is put you in a box and say, when are you going to make your next book? Yeah. But see, check this out. It's not even about making the next book now. Now it's about taking writing and say, all right, what do I want to do now? Do I want to write a script? Mm -hmm. Do I want to do short stories? It's so many different things that writing go to because people don't know like growing up with my friends we used to snap jokes. That's how I got so nice at bad like right. battle rapping because people used to crack on me when I was a kid. I was always skinny. I was always the smallest. So everybody used to joke me so much that over time when they used to snap on me and I ain't have the best clothes. I didn't have the best this I ain't have the best that. I used to just take that energy and be like, all right, when I go home, I might. And I, and I don't even think half the time, I might not have really even cried about it at all. I might have just been like sad for like a couple hours or a couple of days. And I used to be like, yo, when I get my shit together, I'm, I am I, got all y'all. And I used to just come back outside the next day. And as soon as we go to the basketball court, somebody passed me the ball. And nobody won't even be cracking jokes or saying nothing. And then I'm shooting the ball, make the shot. Yo, you ugly as shit. And then everybody just <laughs> start laughing because I had to build up a thick skin. Right. Because right. I know somebody gonna come back and say, oh, look at you. Look at your shoes. Look at this. Look at your haircut. Like, yeah. because I'm, when you're a kid, you don't have control over it. But we adults, so we got control over everything that we do. Mm-hmm. We don't have control over how things happen, but we got control over how, how we react we respond. and respond mm-hmm. to it. So that was, um, that was good that you answered my question about the introvertedness because... I go through it too. I just probably jaded a lot more than you think I do. You know what I'm saying? But I learned how to... I
2: learned one day.
1: (laughs) I learned how to get um, over it. So, um, with that being said, um, I guess I was going to ask how long have you been writing to kind of see, like, was this something that happened in high school, middle school?
2: I've always written, like, the first... The first thing I ever re- I can recall actually writing. So there's this genre that I don't I don't participate in now. Mm-hmm. It's called like fan fiction fan where fan. like people will take I don't know like Twilight for instance, just something that's already been created and okay. kind of like recreate their own version of it. Okay. <laughs> And so, I kind of wrote me, like, a little movie script, like, based off of Poetic Justice. Because I had a crush on Tupac. Oh, that's like, cool. You know, middle school, whatever. Yeah. But I've always done, like, you know, I've always I've always written, but I never shared it with anybody. Mm-hmm. And me sharing this, what I wrote, mm-hmm. like, it, I, was tough. it wasn't even, that wasn't even the point of it, honestly, initially. It was more so just, like, I had this idea, and I very rarely complete what I start And so, I was just like, all right, well, what if I wanted to turn this idea into a book? Like, what would I need to
1: do in order to do that? So, the fanfare is this the first time I actually heard of what the genre is? is. Mm -hmm. I've seen books. So, um, I read The 50th Law by 50 Cent, Mm -hmm. but it's actually a spinoff of The 50 Laws of Power. 48 Laws laws of Power. power, Yeah, because I guess he couldn't call it that based on, you know, it's the copyrights or whatever. So, um, yeah, so... Ironically, I think that was the first like not inspirational, but I don't even know what you would call it, if it is fanfare or what you would call it like a um it's self-help. It's like a lot of different things. And I think the 50th law helped me understand about um war, mm-hmm. about peace, about when to strike, right, and do these things. These is all things that I had to learn. Like when you when you smaller than everybody. People will try to bully you, or they try mm. to like make you feel intimidated. And I think the introvertedness that I grew up having, mm. or still have, um, it's not all the time. So it's nothing that people could do to intimidate me. Right. And I understood. See, Fifty had like he had a thing where, um, I guess once he got shot, he he don't he don't have a fear about nothing. Why would he? Like he so all of
2: that times he got shot.
1: Yeah, and, and um, I was just, I, and I don't know if I sent it to you, but this week I, I saw a girl. It was a thing about gangs. And I'm saying this because this is all relative. The girl got shot. 13 14 times i think right mm-hmm. and her whole family was in gangs they were mm-hmm. all gangs and the cousins were gangs against each other this happened in florida in jacksonville gangs is crazy in jacksonville i had no clue me so i watched these crazy yet i told you youtube takes me down the rabbit right, hole right right <laughs> but i'd be intrigued by watching it because i want to know why these guys rap about certain stuff how do mm-hmm. they develop it right So the girl got shot 14 times. And then after she got out the hospital, she got shot in the head. One of the bullets hit her in the head. When she got out, she was in the video with them, with the dudes that's still in the gang. Like, hey, I'm back out here, y'all, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, yo, just imagine being a kid. And at some point you were introverted or you didn't know how to handle yourself mm-hmm. amongst a group of people. The trauma happens, and then the trauma changes you from being introverted mm-hmm. to now you're forced to be an extrovert because you got to put on this thick layer. You don't have to, but what people do is we tend to put on right. the fake layer. It's a defense mechanism. Yep, mm-hmm. it's a defense mechanism. So um, it was good hearing you say that part about the, um, the fan thing. The fan fiction. The fan fiction mm-hmm. Because... Fan fiction is almost saying, I could see myself doing that. Mm-hmm. I ain't never think about it like that. I could see myself doing it. And somebody, take our damn idea before we do it.
2: Right. Like, you
1: know how many times that happens to me? And I know it happened to you because writing takes way more time for um, books and movies mm-hmm. and scripts, you know, than it does with songs. Because, like, that shit happened to me so much, I don't even care about it no more. Like, it don't even bother me no more. But for books, can you, I can't even imagine. Just think if you came up with like poetic justice, like the way we grew up, like mm-hmm. everything we did—we went roller skating, we did things that these kids don't even know nothing about. Roller mm-hmm. skating, bowling, all of the little relationship stuff that like Janet Jackson was mm-hmm. like in awe about having right. and poetic justice, and um, all of that kind of stuff. You would embodied it like in the book, mm-hmm. in in this book, and so um. Yeah, that was that was um that was exactly what leads me to where we at in this podcast right now. So um I know you spoke a little bit about how you developed the characters. Mm-hmm. So um what we gonna do is I'm gonna ask you about the characters and then we're gonna bring Tara on because I think that at that point she can understand a little bit more about the characters in depth more than I can. Okay. Because based on where I'm at, um and like I said, I'm gonna do a wrap up. Because I wanna come back so just let Jordan know it's that done. I completed the book okay. book and it's done. And plus like I said, you know, I I did it also to let like I, it's guys like some of my homeboys read books like we all mm-hmm. we we a lot of us read. I just think sometimes guys don't be wanting to say, yo, I read a book. Like it's gonna they gonna And say, then it's
2: fiction and then it's romance. Yeah. Like it's everybody free. wanna read self help and self improvement books like
1: yeah. like fiction is obsolete. But how can <clears throat> excuse me. How can we read self-help books, but but it ain't no love, it ain't no kind of ups and downs in the books, like because everybody for themselves, like anything that's not about
2: making you better is like I don't know, looked down on, looked as a waste of time, I guess, but it's really it's really not. So do it's you, a it's a it's a creative
1: outlet. Do you think that um where where we are, like in twenty twenty one? Do you think that by, like, do you think with the characters, like, the characters that you developed, I ha- I have my answer. Do you think that your characters are believable? Like, in real life? Even though it's fiction, do you think they're believable?
2: I think that my characters are believable. The main reason why I think that is because, like, I was saying earlier, like, I'm a reader, like, mm-hmm. first and foremost. Right. And even when you read in fiction, like, you, you, you the people kind of have to stick to a script of who they are as people. Mm-hmm. So you have to figure out who this person is before you even Be putting dead. them in the story. You know what I mean? Because, like, I don't know the example. I like to use a book that like really made me mad. I couldn't even finish the book. It's like this person is like cold hearted. They like a gangster. They, you know, an assassin. They, they killing people without without no remorse. And then out of nowhere now there, you got all the sensitivity. where that come from? It is it, not believable based off of the character that this author has created up until this point. And you're not giving us any, you know, any arc, any growth, any development, any type of life situations like in real life that'll make you see things differently, that'll make you act differently. Just all of a sudden, this person just, you know what I mean. So I, I think that they, I think that they're real, realistic and believable because I was very intentional
1: about making them like real people. Yeah, I will agree. Um, <laughs> the, the character that got me. And Like I said, we're gonna segue into having our other guest on. Okay. The character that brought me to that question was, um, I can't remember the. He's named after the father, Wood. Yeah. Wood, right? <laughs> so his character is super believable, um, and I feel like he could be anybody. Mm-hmm. You know, you know. And I remember the grandmother not liking him, mm-hmm. like because she said it was just always this one thing about him. Um and and grandmothers be having that kind of crazy spirit. Like my grandmother used to take everybody in. Mm -hmm. And I think she even knew if the person was like not all the way like a person she should bring to the house, Mm -hmm. but she just knew if she saved them, like God to spend like I her. see
2: what you are, but I feel like I can help you be different. I can help you be. Everybody different. loved the grandmother in yep. this book. That's yeah. like a
1: lot of people like one of their favorite characters. Yeah, and I and I didn't even make it far enough to even hear more about the grandmother. So got a
2: lot to say. Okay, okay
1: she, a trip. Yeah, and I, I thought that was cool. And then by the way, you um, said how he got his name, mm-hmm. how he got his name, um, in this in other characters, and I'm a Latara kind of help me expand on that, but. It was other characters like I felt like you didn't leave us hanging. Like, this Mike, Mike Shoe Pool, he rat, he, and, 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 you know, he got a lot of females that be like trying to talk to him, blah, blah, blah. And then, next character. Okay. It was like, this is Mike. Then you actually have him do something. Yes. Then explain why he moved, he swayed this way, why he does this, why he does that and it's called showing, yeah, not telling. And showing and not telling. Mm-hmm. And I um I I really like that and that's probably what kept kept me intrigued to read a little quicker than I normally would read mm-hmm. because I felt like sometimes if I don't understand it, I do go back and okay. I go back and reread that page and then flip back one more page. I won't move on until I get it. Right. Or what I'll do is read it fast and then go back and reread it again. Oh, okay. But I wasn't working on that kind of time, so mm-hmm. I was like, let me try to figure it out this way. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna take a quick pause. Thank you for listening to Penthouse Talk. Um, our special guest Jordan Bratcher is here and we're here to discuss a book. We're gonna get more in detail. We're gonna bring our next guest on. we see you real soon. Welcome back to Penthouse Talk. Season three, episode three we got Tara In the building, yes. yes, And we got Jordan as well. And we was just here discussing Jordan's book and I felt it would only be right to you know what I'm saying, you you, if you do something you want your right hand there, you know, Jay Z put out a new album or he just did something new. He probably was rolling with Tata when he did it. You know what I'm saying? If Mary J do something, she won't bring her sister with her. You know what I'm saying? So I only felt it was right in hand, Tara. You, you know what I'm right saying? Yeah.
0: Just keep in mind, I didn't know I was going to be okay. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's good that we got Tara here because um, she actually read the book. And she actually was one of the people who made me not made me, but made me feel like I was going to purchase the book. I mean, I was going to buy it anyway just because. Just the support, but to actually read it. Yeah, to actually read it. it She she, she hyped it up, and plus um, she said the book might have been a little bit longer for, like, the average reader, but the average reader probably don't really read to, read to really. The average reader probably ain't go to city. (laughs) (laughs) This is, this is true. This is true. Can't expect anything. Can't expect anything less than that. Yeah, so, um, Well, what Jordan was saying prior to us um, going on the break was the breakdown of the characters. Like, how did she create them? How did um, she develop them? And the development stages of characters is like really important. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To make people be intrigued to read the book, which is one of the reasons I read it. And I think it's probably one of the reasons why Tara was probably able to breeze through it, too. Mm -hmm. Um, I had a hard time trying to read it fast because I wanted to read it fast because stuff was happening. And I'm big on um, series. I Uh like series on TV. And I like Netflix and all that. Because I ask Tarver, like, yo, tell me something nice. And then you know what you, like, I ask you. And you be like, yo, this, this, this. And y'all be telling me so much that I can't even keep up with it. Because then I got my homeboys that be telling me about the um, different types of movies. Like, you know, we got the crazy shit with the, um, what is it? Um, Not Avengers, but like the comic actual movies now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So you got that going on. Then you got. Regular series, Mm -hmm. you got movies that are comedies. That's happening. Then we got Hulu. We got Netflix. We have now. They got Paramount. Paramount, and what's the other one? Peacock. You ever seen Peacock? No. So um, I I, like what's the um show? Criminal Minds. Criminal Minds. Criminal
0: Minds. Criminal
1: Minds. If you wanted to watch the whole, it's on Peacock. It's on Peacock, and you can watch all like 15 seasons of Criminal Minds. Like on Peacock. It's crazy. That was my mama's shit. Yeah, (laughs) I ain't gonna lie. That. I had to detox. Um, (laughs) That, that's what made me want to start reading again. Oh, okay. Yeah, because it's so many, damn, it's so many um, different series and stuff. So, you know, back to the book. Um, That's where we at now. So, like I said, I thought I was on Chapter 6, but I actually made it to Chapter 9. You're about to start Chapter 9. So, as far as me being Mm -hmm. at Chapter 9, where do you think, is this pure character development stages, or do you think I'm right before character development really is complete
2: so i feel like you're at the portion where it's mostly character development okay like when you're writing a book there's like you know you have a premise and then you have like you know everything that's happening to these people before the whole point of the story whatever that thing is Mm -hmm. happens and we know, like, I don't know how much I'm supposed to be, you know, talking about it, but like the, the situation with the financial situation. Right. That's the thing that kind of like sparks off everything else that This happens is like in the a tipping story. Point. That's the tipping yeah. point.
1: Is, it's a tipping point because I know there's a. This is this, the basis. This is the basis, right? Yeah. Right. So um, I think sometimes when we say tipping point, Usually, tipping point is where it's called
2: the inciting incident. If yeah. you study story structure. The inciting incident. Everything that happens before this incident is just you understanding what life was like for these people before this thing happens, and then once this thing happens, it changes the it's trajectory managed, of their yeah. life.
1: Right. So you said an insightful incident. Inciting incident. In- inciting incident mm-hmm. happened at this point. So for yeah, all, just
0: about there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. Just about, about there. there. Mm-hmm. So.
1: That's why this episode is called for motivational purposes only by Jordan being a, like a real pure writer, or anybody that's watching, um, especially um, one of my other buddies that helped me kind of like structure the podcast. Mm-hmm. Um, his name is James Stepp, and um, he moved to Las Vegas basically. And he wrote scripts, like, three or four scripts. Oh, yeah? But the thing was, the hardest part is getting the scripts to the right people. Okay. So, when we discuss stuff, um... Tell him to read my book. Yeah, i get him. I get him to check it out. He, and he watches the podcast. So, um, those transitional words and, and things that change in the, in the story, mm-hmm. um, those are very important things. Right. And the reason I called it Motivational Purposes Only is because, um, I remember when, um... Meek Mill was going through this phase where I guess it was right before the Drake and mm-hmm. Beef happened and when he was doing it, no I'm wrong, it might have been after I can't remember, it was even right before or right after but he was at that pinnacle peak of his career mm-hmm. and the choice was more or less for him to say he would post like his watch like he. Probably, I mean shit, he just started getting to the money so he would post his watch mm-hmm. post the watch and People will go on the page and they just start comment, comment, mm-hmm. comment. Yo, that's crazy. You don't got to post a watch like that. That's crazy. We don't got watches like that. That's your fault. You don't got right. watch like, like, that. Gotta do like that. Like what that got to do with me? Right. The reason yeah. we call this episode motivational purposes only is because you got to be careful on how you word things, especially when you when it comes to writing, um, when it comes to how people like perceive you, and also like. Um, what your expectation of what you create you know mm-hmm. so i was saying um for jordan it was good to see the development of characters like in the story okay and um the development of the characters kind of motivated me to think about a little bit more when i'm writing to not necessarily like for forget to um <laughs> to not forget about walking you through mm-hmm. slow, slow mm-hmm. enough, not mm-hmm. too fast, but not too slow. You right, know what I'm saying? Right. Like to walk you through in a in a in a quick way or whatever. I don't want to beat around a bush. So the reason I said it, it, it motivated me is because um, I know how long a book takes. I know how long it takes to edit it, and then I know what we expect as a reader because we think we gonna get everything off the first like reading it. I mean I ain't that kind of person. I ain't never been that kind of person. My brain don't work that fast. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I wanted to know, Tara, like how did how was your read um initially, like when you got through? Maybe like the first uh maybe the first five or six chapters, how did you work your way Um, through?
0: Well once I got into it, I just got into it. So I read it all the way through up until like four or five o'clock in the morning and I just couldn't keep my eyes open anymore. And by that time I only had a few chapters left. Maybe two or three at the most. At the
2: most.
0: And um, as soon as I woke up the next day, I just finished it. So, all
2: right, so, so it's, it's a page turner, is what you said? It's a page turner.
0: There you go. <laughs> so, <laughs> so It's a page turner. Like literally, once I got into it, it was like, damn, I can't stop. And I started at night. I started late. I didn't okay. start early. So I was so into it. I'm like, no, I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to just keep going. I'm going to just keep going. I literally could not keep my eyes open any longer. And yeah. that's when I finally put it down. But I only had like a couple chapters left.
1: To finish. Mm-hmm. So, and, and, all right. So did you read from your iPhone or did you read from, like, no. iPad? So, she got the, the okay. you got
0: cheated.
1: the
2: pre-edited.
0: I actually got the pre-edited version <laughs> and switching. I can't do the, um, phone.
1: Phone, because it's rough. So
0: I actually printed the book out. All right, yeah. And I read it like that. That's but it was cool. the pre-edited version.
1: The pre-edited. So you got all the raw. I mean, you yeah, already got, got some the extra rawness, chapters, yeah. right? No,
2: no. Nothing it extra. No but extra she definitely chat. probably uh-huh. got, got some it. typos and some.
0: But like, it was all good because when the book is good to me, and I'm not just saying that because Jordan is my friend. It was so good. I got so into it. I didn't even notice the typos.
1: Hmm.
0: If that makes sense.
1: It didn't make sense. Yeah. I didn't sense.
0: notice any of that, you know? So I just kind of flew through it.
1: So I, so... I guess it's uh, equivalent to when I read my raps. Like sometimes when I read my verses off my phone, I make typos in it. Mm-hmm. But you when probably I say, don't even notice it. You don't notice it. I don't it. notice it. Yeah. And I don't notice it. I do this thing called rewrites. So what I do is when I make a song, I might even listen to the song for like months or years before I put it out. Mm-hmm. And then over the time I just like, Oh, I don't like that word. And then I go back and look at what yeah. I wrote. Yeah. And I'd be like, oh, shit, that ain't even there.
0: I caught a few things, yeah. but it was nothing it major. It was just like, that. maybe I'm misspelling. Maybe in the wrong place. But it was nothing major.
1: So, um, we was talking earlier about um, Jordan's, like, one of the first things she wrote. And she mentioned it was, like, Poetic Justice. Like fan, fan fiction. Fan, fan fiction, right? So, she told me that she listened to my album two albums ago. Well, one album ago, technically. Right. But that album... The album Seven Summers is the theme behind it was I watched um, she's got to have it, but the actual series. Mm-hmm. And when I was watching the series, I didn't even know they had a series for that movie. Netflix, even. man, I'm trying right, to right. you, walk right. you down the rabbit hole. Yeah. <laughs> who, who worked for Netflix? <laughs> I didn't know it. Yep. So that's why I said the book is intriguing because sometimes when you watch or do things you don't know why you do it Mm -hmm. so I remember being a kid but my sister is older than me so when she was watching she's got a head but her and her friends was just talking about it talking about it and I'm a kid I don't know what the hell y'all talking about and the movie was in black and white so I remember Mm -hmm. she introduced me to all Spike Lee stuff Mm -hmm. so a lot of things that I do when it comes to writing I always keep in mind Spike Lee the way that shit be different so Mm -hmm. if you've ever seen my videos a lot of my videos is 8mm they shot a certain way, widescreen, mm-hmm. or the 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 or there's a certain cinematic feel to it. It's because of that. Okay, and you know, um, my brother-in-law is, is super savvy with that kind of look. Like that's what we go for because it's not just rapping; it's telling you a story. Exactly, it's it's, it's more to the surface. So, if you ever listen to Seven Summers, the beginning part, the intro is Tupac and um. Janie Jackson talking, Mm -hmm. but that's a deleted scene. That scene did not make poetic justice. Yeah, so when, what happened was, I watched, She's Gotta Have It, and as in She's Gotta Have It, since it was a series, they developed the part where she was dealing with multiple guys, Mm -hmm. and she brought them all to the table on Thanksgiving, and when she brought them all together, all the dudes met each other, so it was like, kind of like, Monday dude here, Tuesday dude, Thursday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, all four or five dudes are all there at the table. And then they think it's weird, but then they all kind of getting to know each other. So it's like now you're learning about the female you mess with. Mm-hmm. So now you're learning about what kind of guy she like or what kind of what kind of um, different sides to her right. that she has. And you don't even notice because you thinking you the one. Right. You know what I mean? What happened was at one point she tried to pick and choose this person that she really wanted to be with but it didn't work out for her that way. So that's why on that album I chose that and I, all I remember is she was at Coney Island and it was playing um, Stevie Wonder Leaving Summer. Mm-hmm. And Leaving Summer is like one of my favorite Stevie Wonder songs. Stevie Wonder my like favorite R&B person. Like, He's definitely up there for be, me be, Because I saw him and I saw the Uh, Songs in Key of Life. Mm -hmm. uh, The last time he did it. And he said the only way he would do it ever again. I saw it at the Verizon Center for my birthday. Like about. uh, this might have been like 13 or 14. Something like that. 2013 or 14. He said the only time he would ever do it again. Is if President Obama asked him to do it. So he literally did that album from top to bottom. So when I saw it. I was like yo. The poetic justice part was crazy because it's intertwined into She's Gotta Have It -hmm. and it's intertwined into my album which is my whole concept because basically the entire time it's like the girl left me and then I'm saying you know she left me in the summer but then I get my my bojo back whatever you want to call it And I'm saying goodbye, señorita. Where she going? And then I start the party and live through Mm -hmm, these mm -hmm. things. But then I realize it ain't that it life ain't that simplistic. Right. Which brings me to how the um, story goes in yours. It almost opens like the girl is enjoying life like where she is. Mm-hmm. But she really she not. thinks she is. She, she thinks she, thinks, she is. thinks she's enjoying life. Yeah, she thinks mm-hmm. she happy but she really not. And I I maybe I liked it because I feel like sometimes when we have like the uh battle with the sexist talks mm-hmm. all the time, I always feel like and it might just be me. I don't take it personally I don't really think all women are uh, men bash and, and all guys don't um uh, uh, women Woman bash yeah. either. But I think this like the first time I ever read text that didn't. That made the girl the actual like villain. The nigga. Yeah. She acted like <laughs> yeah. a nigga. Yeah, for yeah. real. Exactly. She was a nigga. Like she had every tendency that most times when I hear, like, but a it savage was relatable or,
0: like, because most women don't act like that, but they think don't. like that. I think.
1: But they, yeah, one they
2: of the things. Like one of the things that you will come to learn is that like. A big theme in that book is around like mental health. I saw that. She's been traumatized. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what happened to her, you'll you'll find out as you read. Right. But a lot of how a person navigates through life when they've experienced the trauma mm-hmm. is directly right. based mm-hmm. off of that trauma. So it's like if you, you know, experience something. Horrific, you might dis dissociate, mm-hmm. and now it's like connections are very very difficult. So it's like I would like to be able to connect, but I can't. It's
0: all gonna make sense when you get further in the book. Yeah. yeah. So
2: it's like she, you know what I mean. Even even with to be honest, even with niggas acting like niggas, a lot of men have experienced things, and men is this this expectation that they they supposed to be I don't know stronger. They're not supposed to have. You know, certain things aren't supposed to affect them, but they do. And so they act in certain ways. I ain't about to diagnose every nigga, you know what I mean? But in a lot of cases, it's like the way you act is Mm -hmm. based off what you've been through. And the Mm -hmm. fact that you're not supposed to express your emotions, the fact that you're not supposed to say when you're in pain Mm -hmm. and you kind of just, you know, continue through life as this person who is putting your pain like on a shelf and then trying to continue to live. That that's that's kind of the, the result that you get, and the same thing is 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 with her. Mm-hmm. Just with women, it's acceptable. Yeah. If you're dealing with a trauma, I can be like, oh well, you you know, it's a if a man is doing it. So her, you know, saying she act like a nigga, it's like, yeah, but why do even niggas act like that? To for her to be even be compared yeah. to a nigga, you know what yeah. I mean? Absolutely. It's
1: because from when the time when we was like when you were a kid, and I remember being a, um, I just remember being a little boy like my son's age, right? I remember I used to like ride my bike and I fall off my bike, scrape my leg, up, come in the house. You can't cry. You can't cry. Mm-hmm. Like you can't cry. You can't. Oh, that shit hurt real, real bad. It's <laughs>
0: so stigma, what? Yeah, it's don't cry. Behind,
2: behind men crying. Yeah. yeah.
1: And 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 like you said, oh, it hurt. Oh, it's gonna be things in life that's gonna hurt you more than yeah, this. Right. So now, and I've
2: given my son that same advice,
1: like yeah, and get over it. So basically, it's saying. I would like to blanket you now, but if I blanket you too soon mm. or I give you too much, you're not going to know how to endure when other things come. But, yeah, the, you know, us as parents, we don't realize that we automatically do it. I tell my sons all the time, my son will start crying over like the silliest thing. And I'm like, straighten up, get it together. That was the same and, way. You know, like it's many more hardships that you want to deal with. Yeah. What you crying about again? Yeah. Yeah. So, so. yeah. And then it, so that role, role uh, not reverses. That role rolls over to uh, the female yeah too, because a lot of times now, because a lot of uh, dads, like parents don't always work out. Mm-hmm. Male, female, it don't matter if you're white, black, Hispanic, Latino, Asian, whatever your nationality is, sometimes two people just don't work out. And it's right. not meant for us to always be with the person that you think you're supposed to be with, because we're so different mm-hmm. in life, that, and we grow up different. And sometimes what we be saying the way that we see things that we see like our families like growing up like um my two best friends, ironically, I don't know how the hell it happened, but we all grew up with our parents, both parents, mm-hmm. our parents were still married, like regardless like even to this day, but they' grew up in a different era, right, so certain things that they tolerate somebody else is not right i our generation is like, yo. <laughs> If you snore you might God go. Like yeah, like, I don't have
2: to deal with that. I don't had to endure. Yeah. Don't with I don't have to, yeah, don't don't have to work
1: through this. Yeah, we ain't we ain't working through this. Like that's crazy. <laughs> your mother your mother crazy or your whole family crazy. Guess what? I'm out. I'm packing up that. <laughs> So I do see it. And then like in the story, like the reflections of that I see each character is different based on where they like how they grew up.
2: Mm-hmm, um mm-hmm.
1: with their um what their background, with their values what are. their values are, mm-hmm. all of that kind of stuff. So, like I said, reading a book kind of changed my perspective on um, reading a fictional book because I I always look at it to see what people are like. I know people are different depending on who they with.
2: Mm-hmm. Like I know some yeah, people definitely. when they
1: around me, they act one way. Like I got a little homeboy. He he um when he would be around me, he would be super calm. Laid back or whatever, because you're super calm and laid he, back. Be, yeah, he going mm-hmm. off of my, Your with, energy, my energy. Mm-hmm. But when I seen him around other people, I'm like, "Yo, this crazy." Then when he was around other people, he got locked up, and I was like, "Damn!" And his mother used to always be like, "I wish he hang around you more." I'm like, "He not, he wasn't meant to hang around me, <laughs> right?" Like, cause he didn't know how to act when he was around me. Like it was, it was basically, it was, it wasn't that. It was like a forced. Calm. Like he had to suppress. Yeah, he had. To or suppress. he
2: felt like he had to suppress. Yeah,
1: and I mean, you don't want to be like that when you around with your friends or people you like to be around. You want to be yourself at all times. So now, shoot, now he probably you, ain't even know who his self his self was for real. Yeah, that had and that happens sometimes. Like I, um, you know, older elders or whatever. They think sometimes like when they put you around somebody that's older than you mm-hmm. that that automatically suffices for like it's gonna rub off, no. gonna rub off. and I just, learned just
2: make you feel the need to conform in a lot of situations when
1: you yeah when you're younger I learned that I learned that like growing up around older people don't necessarily give you the right jewels or the right you know <laughs> tools that you need because they learn it when you learn and we just learn at different ages and mm-hmm. ages and times you know so um, that was that was cool to um to reading the book and we try not to give y'all all of the details it's, it's hard to read it yeah read just make read sure it. make it's sure good. you read it I heard it's good you heard it I did It's actually great <laughs> I, I heard it from a lot of people yeah. so yeah <laughs> and um so where can we get the book like I know we talked about how we consumed it where can we physically get it so
2: book? right now it is on Amazon like most people got like a some type of book e-reader on their phone you mm-hmm. can buy it on Amazon <laughs> You can download it on Kindle. Um, You don't have to, like, subscribe or anything. It's only e-book right now. I'm working on getting paper copies. I just got my proof, like, so I could kind of go through it and
1: make sure it's good. And hopefully those will be available really, really soon. And also, um, can you let people know, I know, like, I struggle with this because... I'm at the point where I'm getting older, so I kind of wanted my name to be like my name. I don't really want a stage name no more. Mm-hmm. So, do you have like my a- pen
2: name is J Ashley? Okay. Yeah. All right. So that's that's the name that I that I write under It's J A Y A S
1: H L E I. Okay. Ashley. So J Ashley. So um, J Ashley. Let her go. Mm-hmm. Is the book so make sure y'all go on to um, Amazon. Amazon you can go through the app you can use the online version of Amazon and then mm-hmm. I actually am reading it through Kindle because I think I like the layout a lot. Okay, I you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And I think I think people, that's the easiest way. Yeah, some people don't they got Amazon books? Is it Amazon? When books I got it
0: through Amazon, it just went to my Kindle. It went to um, your Kindle because that's like it went yeah, to my Kindle.
1: Yeah. I think they like partners now. I know a long yeah. time ago I had a Kindle before I had a well. I had yeah, an you iPad can just
2: previous. you can just download the app or yeah. you can like you can get it on like a most phones like I said had like a separate e reader like okay Google or you know mm-hmm. whatever type of e reader, yeah but. I mean, most most people who are reading ebooks are probably
1: going through the Kindle ad. And it goes straight
0: to your Kindle yeah. or Amazon. Yeah,
1: and once you got it, you got it. Like, mm-hmm. it's not going nowhere. No so, you can read, you know, a little bit today, a little bit tomorrow, whatever, come back to it. And, um, you know, it, it it was definitely easy to read uh, from the digital um, perspective. I know sometimes I get lazy and I start reading when well, I read I listen to it on YouTube mm-hmm. so i go find a book on YouTube and, and my just, book
2: not not audio yet yeah. and,
1: and you gotta pay you gotta pay actors like
2: them people are like voice actors like you gotta pay honestly, them and I, ain't got I that. don't
0: know if you would want to hear it audio because it's so descriptive and I when you get distracted. into it you think so when you get into <laughs> it it's so descriptive that you start thinking in your mind you start envisioning the scene and it just started getting real intense. I don't know if I would <laughs> yeah, want somebody to yeah. read that to me. you get a little crazy when intense, you read certain You need
1: the right narrator.
0: And like guys, it might be a little much. But like for me, I'm envisioning it, and I know I don't want to hear anybody.
2: It might story. get a little cringy, yeah, like some it, of it definitely scenes, gets cringy. so yes, like like don't judge me, like don't change your
0: view it of a of a you read It wasn't a bad cringy. It was a good cringy, but I don't think you want somebody reading that to you. I you want to. I want like,
1: wanna, like. I I agree. Like I want. I feel like
0: you want to envision that for yourself. I um, would rather
1: only person. I would rather Jordan. No, Damn. I'm not No,
2: would never. you don't want I would never, never. <laughs> no. I, I get, would never The book gets insane. It gets intense. a little I'm saying, wrong. I'm, saying, she, gets
1: I'm saying if I didn't know her. Okay. like so,
2: but you know, the, the people who do that, they're actual actors. I'm yeah. not an actor, yeah. like, because I just be reading I would it, like, okay. read it
0: for myself. That's just me personally. I've I'd rather read the for myself,
1: it I've, definitely gets intense. I've heard some people do the voiceovers, and some people <laughs> don't have the voice for voiceovers. it be no. sounding like how the TikTok be, yeah, when it's like, when people <laughs> be like, This is how you do this, that's yes. but it be like, like No, logo. no, no,
0: you don't want to hear that voice yeah, on some cool. of these scenes because I'm. It gets a little intense, and you have to put it down
2: for a second gonna be like, whoop! Like, and, and you need a come trigger warning. And if you need try. a trigger warning, I'm gonna suggest yes. that you just don't read it. Like, I don't wanna it's discourage very- anybody from reading my book. Yeah. But it's some triggering, there's some stuff part. in that book.
0: That's a that's my favorite part about the book. And it's not just sexual it's stuff. It's like some stuff like if you've yeah. been through something like,
2: been it, through it, through it might then.
1: it might trigger you That's like, my favorite girl. part about the book. About the book. That's, that's what, what I like. Like I like some kind so of them. Surprises. but everybody it's don't. It's so descriptive. It's so it's.
2: descriptive that you can just envision it. You're and there. And what she went. You're there. What the main character actually went through. You're there somebody who also went through that might not they might relive it they might you know what i mean they definitely
0: and would, that's yeah, why yeah,
1: that's why i wanted to share it. It i didn't even think about because it.
0: They
2: definitely
1: were we just talked about uh on episode one mm-hmm. we talked about um uh like bodies about uh surgical changes to bodies and mm-hmm. things like mm-hmm. that and i know so so basically i gave the women an episode the first episode and not necessarily it wasn't bashing or anything we was just talking about a conversation about it. And I think that's the thing. Like we be walking on eggshells for every damn thing. You can't say somebody like women, you can't say they like men, because as soon as you say something, somebody got something to say. Like every organization, like everything we walk on, you can't say, um, what is it? Uh what show I was watching I was watching the show. Oh, I'm sorry. It's the new show, um the lady named Miss Pet that's the comedian she was on the breakfast club okay and basically she a comedian she be trying to get her shows going the same way dave Chappelle tried like 50 times and then on time 51 mm-hmm. when he didn't give a fuck about what the content what was difference? yeah it, oh we love it let's do it yeah, yeah, yeah. so that's on her I mean. show she has the first black show that's on tv that is uncensored meaning they are saying damn near everything they wanted to say and it's on BET Plus. I cannot okay. believe it. But BET have shows that have cursing. Okay. They dropping it. Or they're streaming. It's their
0: like streaming BET thing. After Dark movies. Yeah. Oh, yeah. M. yeah. the yeah. video. Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: the joint tip drill used yes. to be on yes. Yeah, Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, uh, when I tell you she was on Breakfast Club, that shit was like, It it blew my mind because she was cursing so much because she just real. She just, yeah, yeah. she like she really out the streets. Like, you know, some people say, like, when you made it, like, oh, yeah, fresh out the trap, straight out the hood. Like, she really, whatever state she from, she from the south somewhere because she got like southern twang, the accent. But I've heard about her a lot. But when I tell you, like, she made it and you know she made it, and she still don't really know she made it yet because she was like, she basically still lived in like the same house. And she was like, she wanted to make sure her husband can retire, but she not, she not there yet because she got, she's still taking care of other family members and getting them right. Mm -hmm. And then like she was like, the last stop would be the husband because the husband he liked working, like he liked working, Mm -hmm. and they used to work together. But the dude who wrote it, this this reminded me, this what made me ask you too, because the dude who wrote the script was in college when he found out about the girl. The lady, Uh he had no money. He couldn't even buy her book when he got the idea to write the script for the show. And his idea was he wanted to have a show that had a studio audience that would allow to clap, Mm boo, or make them back in the day, like Sanford and Son, Mm -hmm. Good Times and all of them, but not censor them. Because he said Red Fox was censored too much. Mm -hmm. John Amos was censored too much. Just imagine them shows where it's like a real father... And a real mother and they get to really say what well, we know in our community right black and that's why I thought it was good to bring you on because we always see like um, people in other cultures like uh, like shoot most of the time when other cultures write books and stuff like that their family finance their books for them yes you know what I'm saying our culture you right on yeah. your own. You on your own. Oh, I and, just yeah.
0: realized that other cultures like their family finances them for house, uh, all of that when they get all married and stuff. I didn't know that. So maybe mm-hmm. like a year ago, I'm getting grown and I'm like, oh, so y'all do that? we only see like, like from
2: our
1: own I'm like, y'all do that? Listen, yeah. I spent crazy. the entire pandemic. I always knew about like credit and um finances and all that. Mm-hmm. My father was an accountant, you know, growing up, and my sister, an accountant like my sister really is my father like the female version you know what i mean and it trickled down to me and i just turned into something different i might have got like my mom's like her thing because she was creative and all the other mm-hmm. stuff you know and she wasn't just i mean she wasn't just smart and math my mom was really good with like um like presentation you know what i'm saying like Talking her way out mm. of stuff and, mm. and, and and maneuvering through things. She I she probably could, like a one with that kind of stuff when right. I was growing mm. up. And like you said, I learned to create this, and I'm, I'm just we going to do it on this episode because that's why I say it's for motivational purposes only. Everything that we do should motivate you. Not me personally, not what you do personally, but or what Jordan do, does personally. But things that other people do should motivate you to want to do more, right? So in this sense, I never wrote a book, but I know it costs money to write a book because I helped Yo. somebody and I saw that shit. It costs more money to write a book and put a book out. Because you gotta edit it. With rap, we don't gotta, we don't gotta edit nothing. I can curse. I can say what the fuck I wanna say. I can. And you said what you said. It's yeah. not like anybody is like reading
2: what you said and looking yeah. for grammatical errors. Yeah, yeah.
1: You, yeah, they don't read what you say. The problem is sometimes people read into what we say.
2: But as far as the oh, editing right. aspect, yeah, like don't you edit. said, what you say, there's yeah. no need. Yeah, yeah, it ain't you know, no editing
1: no board, process. Ain't no board, and ain't nobody gonna tell me that I gotta tone it down and none of that. Yeah. Ain't even gonna say, oh, it's a sample in this beat. Can you please get this clip? Remove this song. Mm-hmm. It's not what the content of the song is. Maybe this came from somebody else's song. And you gotta just make it. sure you got yeah. or permission, permission to use it. You you no, know, that need editing process. Or something. Correcting your grammatical.
0: Records. No man,
1: that's, that's
0: like that's a process in itself.
2: It I, took me, it took me like four or five days mm-hmm. to go through all of the corrections. Cause like with the book, it's not even simply just the grammatical errors. It's mm-hmm. also like, okay, you're writing in this specific genre People who mm-hmm. read in the genre are looking for certain things. Does your story even even live up to the expectations of people who read the genre? Right. Change this, flip that. This program, go up hey. here. This program, it was it was a it Just was a process, her and it was expensive. It, it was yeah, not. Cheap. I was mm-hmm. like, "Ooh, this is so,
0: intense." Just by her going through it, I yeah, was like, this "That was intense." Uh, like it's more than I would have thought that you had to do. So, and
1: I'm like yeah. learning as I go. So don't you think it's crazy that remember when we was in school? And we used to get the person, like the person next to you used to slide your paper. Yeah, you got they'd it. Be like, mm-hmm. proofread my paper. You gotta switch papers. But yep. it ain't even that, it's, it's not way me, more it's than way more than that. More than it's that. Way more because than you that. need to slide it to this person. Because even you your to...
2: proofreader might
0: miss some stuff.
1: Exactly. exactly. And again,
2: it's not even simply just making sure stuff is spelled correctly, making sure it's also like punctuation. No, it's also like does this story even flow? Mm-hmm. Like, what are you getting at? What's the point of your story? And let me read it, like, to make sure, like, I had to do, like, a synopsis. Like, where I had to actually tell the editor, like, this is everything that's supposed to happen. These are all the different plot points. These all the things that lead up to it. To like, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's very technical. It don't yeah. seem like it. And that's the whole point. Like, when you're reading it as a reader, yeah. you're not supposed to be able to pick out every single, you know, element of story. Like, is this part in there? Is the inciting incident see, in the right part? That's is,
1: my prop. That yeah. Was, and see. That's because I'm a writer. Uh-huh. So while I was reading it, I'm sitting here because I, you know, I know like what's it called? Like you know how they used to make cliff notes. Uh huh. So when I read things, I know how to read without needing to read the entire thing to mm-hmm. get the idea. To get the idea. But you don't want to cheat yourself mm-hmm. through it with books. That's I not. I was
0: going <laughs> to say. You need to read the whole thing to try yeah. to get
1: the. But I meant for like when, what happens is when you go to school, school kind of messes your brain up sometimes because when you had to write papers like when i was going to um grad school it would show you yo know, everything in grad school third person so in my brain third person, I could read that shit, like, without thinking. Okay. Because you had to write every paper in third person. That's strange. So, it's strange as shit, and I know, I, I swear it was another episode. It might have been this last episode, or it was two episodes, whatever one it was, and I was explaining to people, like, when Jay-Z used to be, like, rapping in third person, and people would be like, what the fuck is that? And I'm like, y'all don't know what third person is? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh, I get that easily. He shit, yeah. it, we then, all of that, like, you... When you read it that way, that's why those chapters that are in third person for mm-hmm, me, mm-hmm. It, was, it triggered me. It was like, I feel like I'm in school again. Like, hold on <laughs> like like, Let me, let me, because I was reading too much into it. Okay. Because I felt like I was that person. And then I'm trying to be that person, like, in the part where the girl was sitting on the bed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then she saw the burglar mm-hmm, mm-hmm. well not burglar but you know whoever he's, whoever supposed, he's supposed to be, to be, be. Yeah. he definitely burgled he, he definitely, burgled, in. Because, like, he was he definitely, definitely
2: came in without permission so yeah. whatever you want to and him. then I was trying was to sit it from his perspective I mm-hmm. think I was trying to read from him because it's, it's, yep. it's, yeah. yeah. it's both perspectives so one minute
1: I'm thinking like him I'm just
2: thinking about whoever watching this they're like what are y'all talking about yeah. just
1: buy it and then you'll find out so yeah buy the book and you'll find out but I was just saying that was cool with the But third I liked person. the
0: the book because it gives you everyone's perspective. Yeah, yep, not, not just, just it's not just I'm straight reading this. No, you get her perspective, you get his perspective. I'm actually kinda anxious heart, like for you to is. get
2: to like I'm just the anxious. Meat and potatoes. like just different like different little spots. I'm just like Yeah. Because I am so I wanna know what people think. Yeah. I just
0: want to talk about it. <laughs> I want to <laughs> talk about I it. I need yeah. somebody to. Fi- I need you to finish, finish it so it. we can talk all about right.
1: it. Like so. So are we in agreement that we can reconvene? Yes. All right. So once so I'm done, all right, we we can do that. I
0: have like Absolutely key good. points that I want to hit on, and then yeah. I have and she questions. won't
2: talk to me, and I'm just, I, I want to talk to she her about, about want to talk to somebody no. else. She already yeah. know
1: talk to somebody else. She
2: wrote so I need to talk to somebody
1: else
0: because I'm like, what did you think? Like, yeah, like.
1: I, be, I and you know that's I, I think that's cool as a person that's your friend. We me and got have just had this convo about what happens when you are the creators and then you're around your friends mm-hmm. and your friends forget that you not like them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Everybody cuz when we in a group Everybody feels like we are all, we the, all same. the same. Yeah, we yeah. are not all right. the same. No, that's true. And with the last episode, so I don't know if y'all saw the last episode. Well, actually, it ain't out yet, so y'all wouldn't have saw the last okay. episode. So on this episode that's getting ready, that'll be out already. It'll be out tomorrow. Okay. Okay. So on that episode, um, we talked about how sometimes, like, so <laughs> our homeboys of Texas and like, yo, did you listen to Nas' out? And we'd be like... But our album came out the same day. So, like... What the fuck mm-hmm. are you asking me about Nas album? You know I probably did listen to Nas right, album. Right, right, right. But... By you... As by,
2: my friend calling me.
1: Yeah, to tell me. And uh-huh. then you didn't even know. So, this wasn't this. Now, this didn't happen to me. This happened to him. Okay. So, for him... You know, they asked him, like... Yo... Uh, you know... Did you listen to Nas album? And for him, he was kind of like... Well, no. Nah, like, my shit came out today. So... I'm focused on cause you know when I should come out we don't got Sony we don't got Def Jam we gotta work it mm-hmm. ourselves mm-hmm. and I'm saying that for you like um I know like I don't want shit to, I don't like things to go in deaf ears so even when somebody discuss with me like they say oh I like this song whatever like my homeboy he live in Vegas this nigga live in Vegas he was the first person to call me yesterday. And I talked to him Friday, and he was like, yo, I ain't even listen to your album first. And I'm like, you ain't got to tell me you ain't listen right. to it. I know you want to listen to it. Right. So yesterday, he hit me up right when before I read the book, finished getting towards mm-hmm. trying to read the book. Mm-hmm. And he was like, yo, I listened to your album, and I like this, I like that, and you did this, and you did that. And I was like, but I can't even get a motherfucker that lived like two minutes away from me to tell me that. Everybody not your audience. Yeah. Everybody is not your audience. Your friend, yeah. not all your
2: friends, not all your family, they're... They're not everybody who loves you or cares for you
1: yeah. isn't necessarily your audience. Yep, and you will be surprised as the more content you put out, mm. that as the more like more content, the more you do, you gonna find out. I don't know how books track, but I assume they track the same way that like the music does. Like you'll be having people listening to like it starts off small, so it'll go from like just D.C. and mm. it'll be New York. Then it'll be Wisconsin, then it'll be Cali, then it'll be Texas, and then you got to remember we all got friends in different states, right? So once they listen, they share with their friends, and then it goes. So then you be sitting here worried about somebody that you really think that's going to support you, right? Mm. Next thing you know, it's 25 people in Germany who then Shazam the damn song right or whatever, or it's you know, you just don't know. So with a book, it's even different, it is different. different, we can't see. Yo, do you do? And, and then, with that top of that, with a book, you can't steal a book. You can't really steal she a book. She wants
0: somebody to talk to her about it, but he. my reason for not talking to her about it mm-hmm. because I have questions. Yeah. And then I have like input. Of what I think is going to happen, and then she be like, "Well, do you want me to just tell you what's going to happen?" And I'm like, oh, <laughs> "I want to know. Yes, I want you to tell me. Then I don't want but you to tell me. I don't like like, it's like I don't. I do want to like tell spoilers. me, but I don't because I want to read it. I feel like." And she ain't gonna tell me, what but I see, really want to know. about it is,
2: like as far as what you were saying, like people, people sometimes take it personally when the people that they know, like people whether you know them whether you are close with them they they consumers yeah so they could they consume whatever it is that they choose to consume everybody is not your audience if somebody don't and I'm saying it while me being so critical and me being so like anxious about even putting my but stuff you're out learning. there you learn yeah. it
1: as you go you can't you can't question how you feel you right you only learn from what the feeling like yo our feelings determine what we how we maneuver and change the way that we do things. Mm -hmm. It's not about changing yourself, it's changing the way you go about getting what you need done. So like what Tara is saying is, like I don't have nobody that would, that comes to me and tells me like what it would would be. I feel like there are people who criticize Mm -hmm. but they don't necessarily tell me but then there's people that I don't know that have their opinion but their opinion don't shape enough to make me make me want to change what they don't like so what happens is I take that and I'm like you know what next time I know what I'm gonna do I'm not even and then you just move on to the next thing and you just keep building Mm -hmm. but what I think for you you have to decide because what I also do is sometimes I'll take like a, a group of people's opinions and not ask them all together I'll ask them individually yo what you think Do you like this? Do you not Mm. like that? Boom, I got your answer. And then I got to do it that way. But sometimes it's better to, because I've, and I've also tried doing it with three people at a time, like a a small sample of people. But it got to be people that, like a panel. Yeah, a panel. And you got to do it with people that, not necessarily people that's going to be like your yes man Mm -hmm, or or mm -hmm, give you. Absolutely. So you kind of want to have like a person that you know won't be left, a person that you know won't know all the way over here. And you do need a medium person. Or two people to kind of like help balance things. So maybe you may pick some mutual friends that you got. But then the other two people might got to be people that you know that they don't even like it because that's what they like. Mm-hmm. Not because they like you, but they like that. This this is their kind of books. They read fiction. You get your two people that like fiction because you're going to have one person that like this type of fiction. You're gonna have one person that like that kind of. And then you're going to have another person that just don't like like nothing you do probably right, ask right. Them.
2: just ask them and no, then... I'm not
1: asking them anything <laughs> and it's cool it's cool it is cool. but it's just right. like I
2: mean I don't know I'm thinking more so like if you you might not like anything that I do because everybody has like preferences mm-hmm. but if you don't read or if you don't like what I write mm-hmm. you're automatically going into it not like not like, liking, not
1: not liking like it. like yeah, yeah yeah negatively
2: and it's not even it's not even just simply like negativity and and in the sense that we think about it like like they hating or whatever. But it's like, mm-hmm. if that's not what you like, why would I go to... If this, if this is not what you... I would rather go to somebody who normally reads the type of book that I write. Right. So that person, I feel like, would be able to be like, okay, I can give you, like, a non-biased opinion mm-hmm. on how well you did just based off of, off of my opinion as a consumer. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. and my friends, like, I, I believe my friends would be honest with me, but I don't... I don't pay them no mind when they when they tell me they liked it. I'd rather listen. To, I don't.
1: <laughs> because yeah. I would so rather hear don't...
2: from somebody who don't have any type of interest in my success one way or the other.
1: So you're saying that when... I'm just use her as an example, right? Mm. So, if she tells you she likes something, she do you care. think... I that, do care. Do you think that she doesn't appreciate it, or do you think that she's just telling oh, no. you... No, it don't have nothing to yeah, like do with that.
2: her. Oh. It's more so about me. Oh. I know that she would be honest with me, like, yo, this was bullshit. Like, what do you, don't, please don't put that out and embarrass yourself. Right. I know that she would be honest with me, but it's still... I also know that she—that's my friend. You know yes. what I mean. So her feelings for me as her friend, in my mind, it's going to be like, okay, you might think it's a little better than what it actually is, just mm-hmm. because it, I don't it, think it, that's it true. For
0: you until you started until I started the, getting
2: reviews it, from people yeah. that, that didn't, yeah. 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 They didn't have she anything to run, do with her. Right, yeah. she just
1: one opinion.
2: And, and then she my friend yeah. Like everybody who everybody who But I I'm like an honest it, friend yeah. all, Most know, of my friends like, are all It's not hard. that I doubted that you would be honest with right, me right. It's just more so like I need you, Even though I believe you would be honest You're still biased You know it. what I'm saying I, I would rather have an unbiased opinion
1: So I think for you right now Which is good I think you're ready to hear the criticisms But the funny thing about it is nobody don't have necessarily but that's the
2: thing that makes me nervous honestly like the the worst review that I've gotten so far is that somebody said that it kind of dragged out in certain parts like they felt like but I mean (laughs) <laughs> they they felt like certain parts of the book. Was was, they did, but but, but that's the worst review I got. You know what I'm saying? Like that's no. the worst. I'm just trying to. Expect. I'm
0: just trying to think back. Like yeah. where did it drag out? I don't know, and I'm gonna reach me.
2: out to him be like, tell me. It just because I would, I would me, just dude. like to know. And you know what's crazy? To
1: to me, do you know that person?
2: uh-uh the reviews are good for her i've gotten
1: have been really good so this is great so i'm shit, i'm learning something new y'all i'm learning something new so for everybody that's checking out the podcast right now because this turned into something different right i've never like i've never when somebody tells me something that i don't like I've learned to. I do do it because sometimes on the YouTube, people leave comments, mm-hmm. and I've been having. And, and this is this is good. I've been having this crazy thing that people been telling me that my rap name is means something in um not Guyanese, I forgot. It's a Spanish language. Mm-hmm. A, another like so mm-hmm. you know like in a, like so let's say in English we got ebonics right right. So in Spanish it's, it's like their slang. Yeah, or whatever. a slang in Spanish you begin with a G. It's like. It's not. I don't know if it's Guyanese or whatever. Whatever it is, whatever that next that language. language lingo that they speak, or whatever when they talk in street language or whatever. Mm-hmm. My name, it's not a presentable name. Like it means something crazy, like dangling your sexual, um, <laughs> um, like your yeah, like um, you know. But it's, what
2: you supposed to? But you're not of that I'm culture, not, like yeah.
1: So what happens is every time I have a big post or a post that draws a lot of attention. I'll get somebody that comes in the comments and they'll like, hey, say, did you know your name "Hey, I'm your gonna
0: name? find out what it is." Yeah, it? I oh, oh, I know what it, I, I know, know what it is. You do yeah,
1: it's like right. dangling you. Oh, you know what okay. I'm saying? Like it's crazy. I've never heard
0: that. Before, but but or okay. uh, it
1: means stripping things down. Okay, uh, okay. stripping down, and it just means like you like you wild, like you know. Mm. But I'm like, I remember I used to go on like when people used to do it. I used to be on the porch. It don't like, and I wouldn't even get mad. I'd be like, well, it don't really mean, it doesn't mean that it's actually my first name and my middle name. Uh-huh. And then I made a name out of that. Right. Because at that time, I guess everybody, everybody you know, when Wu Tang had, everybody had Gambino names. And, mm-hmm. you know, even, um, even um, Styles from the Locks was like Styles Panero. So I'm like, oh, let me just make mine sound like that shit. Right, right. I wasn't thinking that it meant something. And it fucking took 20 something years. To figure out that this shit, like, y'all, and then y'all on Instagram telling me that. actually, And I
2: the sh- only reason why you even know that is because the world is so interconnected now. Like, yeah. you've been calling yourself, that, that's that been your pen name for yeah. how long? You know what I'm saying? Like, just the fact that everybody yeah. has access to everybody, that's the only reason why somebody is now like, Oh, did you know that your name is derogatory?
1: That's why I'm saying when somebody say, like, the story is long and dragged out. And then I would probably go back to that person and be like, you know what? I appreciate you saying that because maybe next time I'll consider. No, I really do want to know. know those are the type points. of questions that I would that, that I ask people. That's not bad. That's not even. I don't like opinionated question. I'm not oh, questions. Not questions. Comment comments. Opinionated comments. Yes. Hour. Because even though that is slightly an opinion, another person may. Feel the same way.
2: I think it's a such thing as constructive criticism. Constructive. That was constructive. That's, all. that's it was a, constructive.
1: That's constructive. And mind
2: you, she
0: was it the it only out. one. Like, so as long as long far, I don't really it have, it have. Yeah. that many. Yeah. Cause she I don't tell have you that what many chapter
2: reviews Because weird. I haven't yeah, yeah, I hadn't really promoted yeah. it. I was more so throwing it out there just to kind of stop sitting on it. Like, I wrote this book. I started writing this book in 2016. I didn't finish it until like 2018. I didn't get it edited. The editing was like, you know what I mean? It just took me so long. I was like, let me just throw it out there. Even a the little bit of attention that it's getting, I wasn't expecting. But out of 48, yeah. 48, 48 really reviews, good. that was the only one. And it still wasn't a bad review. Like, she still said that she enjoyed the story and she wants
1: whatever's I what coming I next. I where,
2: where she thought it was going to happen. I mean, I do too. I'm going to ask her. I'm going to so, go and I'm going to
1: find her. You know, you can find anybody on social media. Yeah. So do you, so do you, so, um... Do you think, like, with your next book, if you decide to write another book or your next project, do you think it would take as long to write this one? It's already taken as long. It's
2: already like taken. I've already. The way that the book ended, the way that the book ended, <sighs> that really could be the end. Mm-hmm. No, it. Can't. No, it's not. But it's not. What I, what I mean mm-hmm. by that is, it's not a cliffhanger. It don't leave you in like, what, 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 what happened? You could decide in your mind this is where it ends, mm-hmm. and you might not be. You might not like it. You might not be satisfied with it, like, because you wanted a different outcome.
1: But the way that it ended, that could be the end. But it's not. So, so the actual book that we're reading and read, she read, I'm reading. Mm-hmm. You're saying that this could be the end and we won't see it. Could it
2: could be. It could be. It could be in a theoretical it. sense. It be. Okay. Because, you know, the, I, I ain't going to give it away, like I said. But sometimes that's just how shit go. You know what I mean? If you want, like, whatever... That's, that's just how shit go sometimes. Yeah. However, whatever situation you want to apply that to. So it's not in a, it's not like a cliffhanger. Like somebody, I don't know, is shot and, and bleeding and you don't know if they're going. It's not a cliffhanger in that sense. You could take it or you could leave it. And most people are are like no. That I, I would rather I would rather, I would rather, rather something uh, else, else. <laughs> and I already kind of yeah, started it, and I um, and I can't. I'm,
1: I'm having a hard time. I'm but. like I'm like that. I mean, I feel like sometimes I hate some faith. some things. some I feel like sometimes some things don't need a um part two this does. or variation, but and like I always used to feel that way. But I'm big on people's second chances and third chances. Yeah. So like for me. I know like growing up I used to love Beverly Hills Cop right uh-huh. but then Beverly Hills Cop 2 came and I was like yo nothing's better than Beverly Hills Cop 2 to me for Eddie Murphy in that sense but then I was too young to see um what's the first movie that he was in well it might not be the first it might be the second the one where he the homeless person trading places man I love that movie ain't <laughs> no fucking Eddie Murphy movie really better than that other than like Boomerang uh-huh. or, or um Beverly Hills Cop 2 to me, because I feel like he did. He's like how Kevin Hart was. was Like, he did everything in it. I mean, Eddie Murphy definitely a better actor than Kevin Hart is. But, I mean, as far as what Kevin Hart did, like, we got to remember, we grew up with Kevin Hart. Like, he actually transcended from being, like, on a bootleg-ass DVD. Uh Um, Paper Soldiers, one of the fucking funniest movies I ever seen in my life. That never came out in the movies. I don't think it came. I think it went straight. I never even... I don't know what that is. You don't know what Paper Soldiers is? No. When you... So I love B rated and C-rated movies. Okay. Paper Soldiers is one of the fucking funniest movies that I ever I'm a, seen. I'm gonna look it up. I love a good B-rated movie. movie it's yeah. A, I love absolutely. Movie. So it's a Rockefeller movie. So this is in the height of Dame Dash really being a okay. good-ass producer. Oh, user. so it's back then. So it's back okay. then. So it's like... Um, cause, so what happened was I bought a bootleg and it had Fridays, with Friday. One, two... And, oh, you got one of them Walmart yeah. four, four DVDs? No. It was no. a real bootleg with oh, a shit. dude <laughs> burnt that shit on all three. So, you know, when you went, well, I guess I was going to Morgan, like, um, I remember my uh, everybody went to South Beach this one year. They went to South mm-hmm. Beach. So, I was like, shit, I'm not going. I'm stacking my money up. I'm trying to do something. So, the dude, the little bootleg dude come through. He used to come like every day on campus. Mm-hmm. He was like, yo, I got, um, he's like I got all the Fridays on one DVD and nobody like heard them but I was like the only person that heard them so I get it so me and my mother like this back when I um, first start like burning CDs or whatever like in the ball mm-hmm. so my mom went in with me and I got a computer so I would be burning like my, my own CDs but I right. had a DVD burner so, he sold me the Friday. So, then, like, when everybody come back home from South Beach, they was like, yo, what you was doing? I was like, yo, I was watching Friday, you know. I ain't <laughs> had to go to the movies because I had all of them, blah, blah, blah. Oh, so, if yeah. I had company, I had all the Fridays on the DVD or whatever. And then I had, like, you know, and then he would bring CDs. So, I was like, they was like, yo, you got all three Fridays? Let me get a copy of that. And I'm like, all right. He was like, yo, I'll give you, like, $5. I'm like, all right, cool. Right. So, the next thing you know, I'm burning. Like, Friday for one person. Then I'm just burning them, burning them, burning them. So, I'm just like, all right, cool. like. And then he said, yo, take Paper Soldiers. So, I'm like, I ain't watching. This is probably dumb. Man, I watched it. I think I watched Paper Soldiers for like a month straight. Like, every day I was watching watch it Because Kevin Hart had no, um, it was no plateau for him. Right, right. So, you know, when you are a comedian, you are a writer, you a singer, whatever it is, like, you do. You a designer, a person who builds shit, constructs shit. When nobody knows what your work is, it's just like how you feel right now. Mm-hmm. When nobody knows what your work is, you probably work better. It's a freedom to that. It's a freedom, it's a freedom mm-hmm. and nobody puts you in a box. And it was just the little things that Kevin Hart did, from the mannerisms, like the things that he do now that are funny, like when he just did the shit. People don't even realize. People kept saying, oh, Kevin Hart not funny no more. That little ass clip when he, when, um... What's His name, Don Cheeto, say he 56 years Yo, old, man. and he say, Damn, but I
0: gotta see more. That, shit that was little funny. clip wasn't enough, that I was, I was enough. Was it was like, it was enough. Was it playing? Was it like both of them? I, it it was, actually, like, I was wondering yeah, that too, like, because Don Cheadle was like, he <laughs> was like, was it off guard or
2: was that playing? I, I don't, don't think it was. No one's having a heart. I feel like, I feel like it wasn't. And I think I John Cheetah was genuinely like offended, <laughs> like nigga. Like and did they continue
0: know? with the interview? Like I gotta see more. I gotta see before they had a <laughs> con- they had a conversation
2: for like five minutes about. Do what y'all understand? It.
1: Yes. Do y'all understand <laughs> what I was saying? That's why this episode is that called funny. for motivational purposes only. Do you mm-hmm. know that one small clip created? I gotta
0: see more. the buzz
1: that make you just want to watch that. Yeah, yeah I right? want to watch it, and that's what it make did because some- I
0: think it was a skit. It,
1: it probably they probably think they probably mapped it out. Yeah. I
0: hope it wasn't but that
1: what I it hope it wasn't. wasn't but I think it was yeah. I, I, I I say all that to close it really I really watched Kevin Hart be on a bootleg ass DVD mm-hmm. and people probably had no clue He was gonna be a he star. was gonna be what he, he is, what he yeah, is. Yeah. No, that's true. Star, You know and on that DVD Beanie Siegel was in that movie and when they did um, State Property 2 because State Property 1 was out mm-hmm. They did that movie, two came out, and he was a star. Like, we didn't know, like, yo was a star. He really was a star. He was Jay-Z, right-hand man. They did the bigger movie. Now, he didn't get the um, role, and um, he didn't get a role in um, Paid in Full. But he probably didn't get a role in Paid in full because he was doing, like, he had a lot of jail, like, like um, jail time and shit like that probably right. held him up. But Cameron was able to step in and get... Those things, so it's all about positioning mm. and timing. Because he asked Nas to do it, but Nas wasn't uh, aggressive enough for the character. Right? He was just too he was too laid too back, laid back. Yeah, too yeah. laid back for the character, and um, and it still probably wasn't in Nas's best benefit at that time for it to work out for him. So, as saying that to say, just like if the story continues, mm-hmm. um, do the story continue with the same characters? Do you build new characters? Mm-hmm. Do people die in that? Dude, how like how do we go about this show? <laughs> Why are you looking at yeah. me
2: like that? Because you
0: want to know. I never even thought about that. You characters die. Yeah. I guess when I finish writing, now
1: you'll find out. Hey, y'all. We appreciate y'all listening. We appreciate y'all for coming through Penthouse mm-hmm. Talk. Thank you, Tara. Thank you, Jay. Ashley, right? Yeah, I Did you. I say it right, Ashley? Yeah. All right, yep. Yeah. And um, we're not cutting y'all short because what we're going to do is we're going to come back. We're going to regroup. When you finish reading it. When I finish reading okay. it, yeah. So now she put me on the spot. I put her on the spot. She put me on the spot. Yep. And I'm cool with that. Like, I love reading, but I think the pandemic made a lot of us lazy. So what happened is in the beginning, we was doing everything. We was trying to get our finances mm-hmm. right, trying yep. to get our credit right, trying to um, buy groceries, have food, have the essentials. And then at some point, we fell off. We all fell off. I was trying to lose weight. I lost weight, gained the shit back. (laughs) (laughs) Still trying to fix it. I don't know what the hell is going on, but we here. We alive, and we happy that we are here to tell a story. So, I'm happy that Jay was here to tell her story. I'm happy that Tara was actually able to digest it and and feel the need to express like, hey, we should do more. What should we get rid of? What should we add to it? And I'm just happy that it's another writer that don't have to be a rapper, because <laughs> I feel like everybody puts us all into a box when yeah. it comes to talent and stuff. Man, we need more. We need more writers because we need more writers to encourage kids to you can be a writer. It's more black creatives, right? Yeah. Like. Yep, yeah. to tell these kids you can be a creative, um, and a creative doesn't have to be put in a box. Like you don't right. gotta, you don't have to. Um, you know, just drawing paint. You don't have to just rap or, or sing. You don't just have to play basketball, or football. You know, play sports or whatever. Like, you can be a writer. You can be, um, you know, you can be a designer. You know what I'm saying? You don't even have to be any of it. I look at the podcast as a platform. I just saw Kevin on stage actually have a platform mm-hmm. where people can their material can be presented. So now you don't have to go to Netflix. You can kind of just like go to Kevin on stage. And, and maybe with content, it may not be for movies yet, but it may be just to present like if you're a comedian, you know, like Instagram got all the comedians and stuff. Like we don't have that. What happens when you take Instagram down and you get rid of YouTube? Mm -hmm. So if you get rid of YouTube, I can't post the video. On YouTube. Right. But I do have my own website. So my content can stay with me. Mm-hmm. I can't post it in Apple Podcasts, but I can put it in Spotify. Right. Can't post it in Spotify, I can move it to Apple. You shut Apple and Spotify, AHA, all that damn, where can I put my podcast? I got my own website. I'm good. So I don't need the places that have it, but those places give us and put yeah. us out with everybody else. Right. So support your black writers, authors, um, You know what I'm saying? All creatives and support people who just do good shit. Like I'm saying, I can't really explain it no other way. You don't have to be a creative to feel the need to support somebody. So, as a whole, we got to support each other. We got to make good content and we got to keep creating, y'all. So, never get discouraged. Make sure that you motivate somebody else to do what they thought that they couldn't do and just have the patience. You know what I'm saying? Your attitude pretty much supersedes everything. So, If you don't have the right attitude about stuff, you'll be stuck, stagnant, and you'll never want to be in that place. With that being said, thank you for enjoying Penthouse Talk Season 3, Episode 3 with Jay Ashley, Tara, Jay Pearl. We out.